0: Today is Wednesday, March the 10th. I am your host, Casey Phoenix, and this is my daily thought. Okay, I am debating on how I want to go into this. I had told some side stories yesterday before I went into my actual daily thought. This one, I'll more than likely just go ahead and dive into it because I have some other things I need to handle. So, yeah, I covered... Contract for Deed yesterday, which another thing, just a little side note for those who listened to the Contract for Deed episode yesterday, another thing that shows up on property sometimes are HOA fees. I meant to mention that as soon as I finished recording later on in the night, it hit me. I was like, oh yeah, I didn't bring up the HOA fees. But again, it it all goes into doing your due diligence when you're, you're considering buying a property as is. And that was one thing that I came across when I worked for the company that I worked for, where investors bought the properties as is during the during the auction. And some of those properties were like town homes and things of that nature. Usually they usually they were town homes or or condos that had HOA fees, not necessarily regular homes. And then after the properties bought, because everything is everything was done you know in a rush it it's like we could do some light checking which we would be able to catch things sometimes but we wouldn't be able to catch everything because we're we're bidding we were bidding on thousands of properties so there was no way to catch every single thing so sometimes when we got some of the properties we would find out oh there's a $1,400 HOA bill that's still lingering on the property. And with HOA, Home Owners Association, when it comes to that, sometimes they would just cancel out the debt since the property was bought by someone else. But for the most part, they usually didn't, especially since they already knew that the deed had been signed, that everything had been done, that that ownership had been transferred to someone else. So their thing was, okay. in order for the investor to get the property off the market and get someone into the property, the investor or whoever is going to come in would more than likely absorb whatever HOA fee is lingering on that property. So HOA fees is something else. And That was the real estate stuff yesterday, just a little real estate stuff. And I mean, there's some other little real real estate things I could talk about, but that'll be for a different day. Today, I'm talking about some finance stuff, credit stuff, because for my channel, I, I deal with lifestyle entertainment news and sports for this podcast. And for lifestyle, I have focused heavily on emotional and spiritual stuff for lifestyle, which can get kind of sappy, At times, obviously, I've done the sports and and everything else in regards to entertainment and and whatnot. But for lifestyle, I focused a lot on emotional and spiritual stuff. And I'm like, well, finances, investments, things like that, that has stuff to do with lifestyle, too. Now, of course, I am not a licensed anything. If you are looking for professional information, yada, yada, yada. Then. Seek out a licensed source, even though between us, just because somebody is licensed doesn't mean they always give good advice. Remember that you can take that to the bank now. Today, I want to talk to people who. Bank and who have checking accounts or who want to get a checking account. Once upon a time when I was in a lower frequency financial energy, (laughs) I did certain things that some people might consider questionable. And that stuff landed me on a list. Now, telecheck, and um check systems they usually deal with like if your account's overdrawn or you know if you're if you're bouncing checks all over town things of that nature which i don't know that many people that write checks anymore everything is done by um by online stuff is is what happens so that's one thing that amazes me everything's done online these days but there is another system that is on top of telecheck and check systems. And that system is called early warning systems, or either early warning services. What it is, early warning services, it was, I think, and I'm doing this from memory. I think it was the Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and I want to say Chase. They got together and in it's pretty old now, probably like two decades old, something like that. They got together and they formed this company. This company with early warning services, or early warning systems, whichever one you want to call it. I call it early warning systems. For anyone who does anything that is suspect with checks not bouncing. Let's say check forgery, alteration. Let's say you um, take advantage of the available funds, which some people don't know this. By the way, I used to work in the banking system. I worked for Wells Fargo for a little while. And what some people don't know is that when you deposit a check by law, they have to make a certain amount of funds available. It used to be $100, but it can vary depending on what um, bank you're with and, and what your history is with the bank. But at the time when I worked for, for Wells Fargo, and this was a long time ago, the minimum they had to make at least $100 available for you to get right then and there at while you deposit the check, period. Even though the check has not been presented to the other party yet. To, to see if the check is good or not. What some people would do is they would take a check, present it to the bank, meaning a different bank. So let's say that you have an account with Wells Fargo. And let's say you have an account with the Bank of America. You write yourself a check on your Wells Fargo account using your Wells Fargo checkbook. You go to Bank of America and deposit the money, even though you know the money isn't in your Wells Fargo account. When you deposit that money, whatever is allowed to be available when you go to Bank of America You can get that money right then and there. If it's a hundred dollars, it's a hundred dollars. If it's two hundred dollars or whatever, but it would be a minimum of a hundred dollars. All right. That if the check, once the check is presented to Wells Fargo. Then to say when when Bank of America presents the check to Wells Fargo and says, "Okay, we got this check, we want to collect the money. Wells Fargo's like, uh, there's no money in the account. <laughs> <laughs> then, of course, the check bounces on both ends. It bounces with Wells Fargo and then it bounces with Bank of America, bouncing all over the place. And that creates a strike on your account because the money wasn't there. What some people would do if they knew they had money coming in, let's say someone knows they're getting paid on Friday, but they don't have any cash. They'll go ahead and write a check on Thursday. And then when they get paid on Friday, they'll take the money to Wells Fargo (laughs) to make sure the money is there for that to go through or vice versa is, is what would happen. If they can write themselves a check because they need actual cash versus writing a check to an entity, because if you need to write a check to an entity, you could just do it straight from the Wells Fargo account. And then if it bounces, it bounces. But when you do the back and forth where you're using two checking accounts to create the illusion that, oh, hey, I have this money. Stuff like that can land you on early warning systems. Early warning systems is the worst thing. With telecheck and check systems, you can land on there, but sometimes you can get past all that. If you talk to the branch manager or whatever, you can get past all of that from time to time, depending on where you go. With early warning systems, no, 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 no if a bank uses early warning systems, and let me tell you how it works because it happened to me <laughs> quite a few times. If a bank uses early warning systems, you can go to a bank, open an account. It doesn't pull the information right away. They're still running everything. Usually they'll run the, the preliminary with check systems or telecheck or whatever. And you may not show up on that. But with early warning systems, (laughs) once that comes back, after you have opened the account, they will literally close your account right away. They'll just close it and tell you, hey, we're closing your account. You showed up on early warning systems after they opened it for you. And then they will more than likely send you the money that you deposited to open the account. They won't always give you the option to come back into the bank to get the cash. They're just like, oh, well, we'll send a check to the address on file. And it's something serious because a lot of banks use early warning systems. I'm doing this episode today to let you know there is a loophole (laughs) is what I'm doing. So and also keep this in mind, too. And this is a fact. Early warning systems can only keep you on their list because they are subject to the the FC fair credit. What is it? fair credit? reporting. I think it's the FCRA or whatever it is. It deals with the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Long story short, it's the law that says nothing can stay on your credit report for more than seven years. Period. That's why, which is another thing within itself. That's why when it comes to paying bills, if you haven't paid a bill in like five years and they've been reporting on your credit report for five years, don't pay it. Because if you do, you're gonna restart it all over again where they can report that you paid it, you updated it. It'll just show, instead of it saying not paid, it'll just say paid as agreed. But that paid as agreed can show up for seven years from the date that you paid it. So if you hadn't paid something for five years, you might as well not pay it and just write it out the other two years and it's gonna fall off anyway. Keep that in mind. With early warning systems, they are subject to the same law so they can't keep you on there forever they can't do that but they can and they will keep you on early warning systems for two years and not for two years for seven years i'm thinking of um inquiries inquiries fall off in two years which yeah that's another thing too if anyone does an inquiry on your credit report make sure you're always checking that to see what the date was, what the year was, because inquiries can affect your credit score. And as they get older, your your score will start to go back up. But also you want to make sure that the the hard inquiries fall off after the two-year period. So you always want to check that. But back to early warning systems. When I was dealing with early warning systems, I used, I forgot the name of this bank. I forgot who it was, but it was more of an online bank. And and it was just this little card and they opened the account for me and, and that was that. However, there was another option that came available later on that was really, really cool. And that was who I used for many, many years. And I know everyone's like, KC, can you just go ahead and get to the point and tell us who it is? I'll tell you. It was Fidelity. Fidelity Investments. Fidelity Investments has a money market account. It's, they changed the name. It's a money market account, but also it's called like a cash management account or whatever. But the cool thing is, is that it's a money market account, but it works like a checking account. And at that time, and I haven't because I've had I have two accounts with them, I haven't checked in so long in regards to what the requirements are. I think at the time it was a $50 opening requirement, might have been zero, but you can check to see what it is if you've been affected by early warning systems. I'm pretty sure Fidelity still does not use early warning systems at all. And you can open an account with them. And they will send you a checkbook and everything. And it just, it's like a regular, it's it's like a checking account, even though it's not. Hence why they don't um, use early warning systems because it's not a checking account per se. And um, that's another thing too. Out of all my years, and they have been many that I've been with Fidelity. I only had one check snafu with them. And the crazy thing was I was off when I did my math by a few cents and the check bounced. However, when I called up Fidelity, Fidelity was like, because I told them, I was like, you know, I, I did something I rarely do because I don't, apologies aren't my thing. Because as people who know, I hate apologies. They don't fix anything. But I apologized to them. I said, hey, it's all good. I'll go ahead and pay the fee. And Fidelity was like, what fee? I was like, the check didn't you didn't accept the check. There's going to be a fee. Right. And they're like, no, this isn't a checking account. They're like, what we do is we just monitor the account. And if we see that there is a habit, then we take action. But if it was an honest mistake where something was off and they, they even said to me, they're like, you've had this account for a long time. You've never had any issues. This is the first time this has happened. So you don't have anything to worry about. But. There was there wasn't even an overdraft fee from Fidelity for that one situation out of the many, many years that I've had Fidelity. So I'm I'm telling you. About Fidelity Consider that being an option. Can you go into. Is it easy to go into a local branch like you would a Wells Fargo or Bank of America or a chase or whatever? No, but honestly, nobody really goes into bank branches these anymore these days anyway. I opened my account at Chase. I have not been. The last time I was in a Chase Bank was last year. And the only reason I had to go into Chase Bank is because I had to get a um, certified check. I wanted a bank certified check because I was sending something off to uh, a government agency. And I didn't want to send a regular check because I don't know when it's going to go through. Not that the money... Being there is an issue because it's not. It's just I don't like I don't like for stuff to be floating around. I'm, I'm very, very. Uh, OCD, I guess you could say <laughs> in a way when it comes to managing things, I'm very meticulous when it comes to finances. I like to know when stuff is happening, how it's happening, where everything's coming from, where it's going to. I, I need to know things. I keep tracking my stuff on an Excel spreadsheet. That's that's how much I watch my stuff. Just like I'm gonna be contacting Spectrum today because I think they charged me five dollars more than they were supposed to. But that's another story for another day. Back to this. But yeah, before me going into Chase for that check to um, that I was planning on send off, sending off to a government agency. Before that, I had been in the Chase. Bank in years. People, people don't really go into. um, Banks anymore. They just it's It's not a thing. So, yeah. Uh, Trying to think. That was another one. Also, one thing with some banks, they'll do. What's known as a second chance. Where if you don't get approved for an account right away, let's say you're on telechecks or check systems, you don't get approved for an account right away. But it's been years, which I'm pretty sure on um, check systems, it comes often, I think, three years or four years. You can look it up. I don't feel like looking it up right now, but you can look it up but I don't believe they're as long as early warning systems. Early warning systems is seven years, period. Early warning systems is not letting you off. The The only way to get off of their list is usually if you pay whatever it is that was done with the finessing of the checks. That's the only way that I know of off the top of my head to get off. You can call them directly and see if there are some other options, but for the most part, expect to stay on there seven years if you're on early warning systems. But with telechecks and check systems, Wells Fargo has a a um, second chance checking account. I'm trying to think. I feel like on they were saying someone else had a second chance checking account, too. Some of these banks, I'm just funny about, to be honest. Uh, They're saying BBVA has a second chance checking account. Don't use them. Chime, Acorns, and then PNC, Wood Forest National Bank as well. And of course, these banks are subject to whatever state they're in because not all of these banks are are national or international banks. But yeah, when it comes to second chance checking, Wells Fargo is one. I'm not thrilled about Wells Fargo. I actually closed my checking account with Wells Fargo because Wells Fargo charges too many fees for me. However, if you are just like, oh, I need to have a, a checking account, blah, 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 And it's been a few years since check systems are telecheck. then go ahead ask well as Fargo if you're eligible for their second chance checking to do that. If you're not eligible and if you're stuck on early warning systems, see about opening a cash management account. I think that's what it's still called. At Fidelity. And they will get you hooked up. Because I did all of my stuff through my Fidelity account before that little ricky dink card online banking, something else that I had before Fidelity. I I used that after I switched to Fidelity, everything was through Fidelity. And that's one reason why I haven't closed any of my Fidelity accounts, because Fidelity was willing to give me an account when no other bank would. That's the other thing. That's why I haven't closed out because I barely use them. I do some trace. I like it. This is a side thing too. I like Fidelity because they let you buy penny stocks. If you have an investor account with Chase, Chase um, doesn't let you buy penny stocks. If you buy the stock and then it becomes a penny stock afterwards, that's one thing. But specifically seeking out penny stocks to buy them, at least the investment account that I have, With Chase, it it doesn't give me the option. I have to buy through Fidelity is what I have to do. But as I said before, I still would keep my accounts open regardless with Fidelity because, again, when no other bank, because you don't know how frustrating it is. And that's why I decided to make this video. You don't know how frustrating it is where you're going to a bank and they're like, we can't open an account for you. You call in online. They're like, we can't open an account for you. And even some banks, they won't open an account based off of your credit score. That happened. And it it goes to show, my left foot is falling asleep. Bear with me here. And my left cheek. It goes to show how credit and How you handle your finances plays a role in your life because the one thing that let me know I've come from a long way from where I used to be was one of the banks that I just recently started a relationship with because um, they're one of my finance companies. They wouldn't open a bank account for me back in the day. Because of my credit score, not because of early warning systems, (laughs) at all things, because of my credit score. They wouldn't open an account for me. But now. It's like in I didn't know that I was actually doing business with them, I thought I was doing business with a different company, but, you know, it's whatever. And now I'm I'm dealing with them and I will be dealing with them. For a while, I guess. Depends on how quickly I pay off what needs to be paid off. But it's just it's crazy. Like these people wouldn't even give me an account. And now you're saying you're going to give me this much? Oh, okay. So yeah. All of that stuff plays a role. But fidelity is the one that I suggest. And again, I'm not a licensed financial planner or anything like that. I got to say all that because I don't want you being like, oh, what KC said, do da And then something goes left and then you're trying to sue me because I ain't got time to be sending your letters to my attorneys and my attorneys be replying to you and all this other stuff. Ain't nobody got time for that. So I'm not a licensed financial planner or anything like that. I'm just telling you my life experience, when no one would give me a checking account. Hell, no one would even give me a savings account. That was another thing, too. I, I was like, you know what? And I remember that, too. With some of those banks, when they were saying, no, we can't open the Sun Trust was one of them. I was like, you know what? Don't give me a checking account. I said, just give me a savings account. They're like, we can't even give you a savings account because you're on early warning systems. So, when no one would give me an account, Fidelity gave me an account. And that's why I still keep my accounts open with Fidelity. And there are other banks out there that would consider opening an account for you. And maybe they won't open a checking account, but they'll open a savings account for you or a credit union or whatever. But some credit unions use early warning systems too. And that's usually the first thing that you need to ask. If you are on early warning systems or early warning services, the first thing you need to ask the bank is, "Okay, wait a minute. Do you use early warning services or early warning systems? If they say yes and you know you're on there. You have two choices. One, you can say, hey, may I speak with the branch manager? More than likely, the branch manager isn't going to be able to do anything, but you got to shoot your shot. You don't know until you try. That's how I look at it. Sort of like Meghan Markle when she shot a shot at Prince Harry. One would have thought that she didn't have a chance in hell of landing a prince. But here we are. Now, if the branch manager's like, hey, we can't do anything for you, then it's just like on to the next. And you can keep on checking bank after bank after bank after bank and, and see. But if you do your online research, there are some financial institutions that do not use early warning systems or telecheck or check systems or if they do they might say okay we'll give you a savings account or okay we'll give you a checking account but it'll be on you'll be on a probationary period that happened with um That was a credit union in Columbia, South Carolina. I forgot that credit union because they opened an account for me and it was on a probationary period. And I cannot remember the name of that credit union. And that was before I landed on early warning systems. That's when I was only on check systems. I I told you, I was in some low frequency energy when it came to finances back in the day. (laughs) I can laugh about it now. (laughs) It's all good. But woo, (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, how things have changed. Thank you, God. (laughs) But, yeah, some will do some credit unions will do a probationary period thing where they're like, "Okay, you know what? We'll open the account for you. You can be on a probationary status like a savings account. If you don't have any issues for 90 days, then after 90 days, we'll let you open a checking account. And do that because I'm pretty sure that's what happened to me for that credit union in, in Columbia, South Carolina. I forgot the name of that credit union. What is the name of that credit union? Oh, I can't remember the name of. Them. But yeah, and I made it past the probationary period after the 90 days. And then I got the checking account and I was good for a few months. And then after a few months, you know, I, I got to write my checks and Yeah, I was I was back on check systems again. (laughs) But I digress. Anyways, check out Fidelity sometime and Fidelity did not pay me for this. This is more of me throwing a shout out to them for giving me an account when nobody else would. And also letting people know you there are places the bank don't think that early warning systems will be the end of you when it comes to banking. There are places the bank. That's all I got for my daily thought. K-I-R-W-K-C dot main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and other podcasting platforms. Oh, yeah. Shout out to South Africa. I just found out I have some listeners in South Africa. So who whoever is in South Africa listening to me, thank you. Uh, K-I-R-W-K-C on social media platforms. And if you like this, don't forget to hit the like button. If you want to subscribe to the channel or the podcast, feel free to do so. And if you want to share this, sharing is caring. Until next time, be blessed.